It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from... Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern, Northern News. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Northern News. It's bloody Northern News time. Check your watches. Well, it's Northern News Time. It's Northern News Time, yeah, yeah, we told you. It's all going to say different stuff on it, but it is Northern News Time. It definitely is. Yes. And you are joined yet again by me, Amy Christy Stella Gledhill and Ian, Ian James, James Smith. Smith. We know this now. Yeah. Lovely. We are recording from the Edinburgh Festival. Yes, and it's raining outside and I didn't bring my waterproof. Why? Because it looked like it what it looked like it had been spitting. But I'm, in my head, I was like, that's not going to happen again, is it, today? Famously. Famously it not. once. Yeah. Um, and then God's out of spit. Yeah. Dry mouth. Yeah, dry mouth God. <laughs> it's just like, ah, ah. <laughs> and he asked to have a bit of a drink. Um, um, what have you been up to? I thought I'd tell you about, I get this same dream, maybe, like, we're going for, we're every going for year. dreams, are we? That's we're going what, dreams. That's what we've decided. I done anything in my normal life. <laughs> Got to do whatever my head's imagining and conjuring up. Can't even dream like a normal anecdote. Um, just waking up with this anxiety dream. So I'm in a green room of a theatre or by the side of the stage or something and like a staff member kind of comes over, comes in the room and goes, oh, opening night tonight, you excited? I have no idea why I'm there. I'm just in a green room. Someone comes in like, you ready? And I try and say that to I'm like, what? What are you on about? What do you mean? Opening night. Every time I'm like, I don't know what you mean, they're laughing because they think it's hilarious. In their mind, 
we've been rehearsing for six months or something. So I'm oh. like, I don't, I do not know what you mean. They're like, <laughs> come on, you'll be fine. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. And I, I'm losing my mind going, I don't know what the play is called. I don't know what it's called. And they're going, ah, yeah, all right, all right. No, it'll be fine. Press night, you can be a bit nervous. I'm like, press night? I don't know the first line that I say. And, and I'm like begging them going, the first line. I don't know the first line of the play. I'm like, give me my first line. And like, they'll say something to me like, all right, well, yeah, I can do that. That's all I can do. Then but, just riff the rest. Yeah. You've got the first line. I can riff a play. Yeah. How hard to play? Good evening, Mrs. Thompson. Um, <laughs> she's like, yeah, what do you want? Uh, my boots are dirty. And, and then I'm at like the side of the stage in a costume I don't understand. Like, um, because if you don't understand, so I'll be in some like old butler costume or something. I'm like, the fuck is this guy? Then, like, the play's starting. I'm about to walk on stage and just wake up because I don't find out what happens. Oh, every time you wake up, then yeah, otherwise, I'd know I'd at least know the play for the next time. I have the same dream. Oh, that's true. I'd be like, I've been here before, I know act one. I've learned this, yeah, I've learned this last time. There's a program, isn't there, called like Thank God You're Here, where it's literally that, it's like a game show. They have like a celebrity and there's all actors all waiting and the celebrity's in a costume and then they just get pushed into a scene. Oh, that's very and they go, cool. Oh, thank God you're here, doctor. And then, then you go, right, I'm a doctor. Ah, so that you're, is fun. you've dreamt a TV format. Yeah, and someone's already done it. I can't even have that. <laughs> I'm pitching to people and they're like, yeah, that is, that's already a thing, yeah, that's Martha, a thing. for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's a thing in my head. Amy, what have you been up to this week? Ian have been attacked. Oh, fucking hell. Well, not technically or anything, but I feel attacked. Ah. Oh. I feel attacked. I've come in, if I'm honest, in a mood. Really? I'm in a mood. I can tell you're in a mood, actually. I'm in an absolute rager. You've got a stinker about an attitude. <laughs> I'm in an absolute rager. What's happened? Well, as previously mentioned, it's raining outside. Okay, yeah. fine. Put my hood up. Mm. I get on with it. What some people do, quite a lot of people in this town, is put up the biggest umbrellas you've ever seen, oh, okay. make no concessions for me, my head, my neck, my shoulders, mm. or if they're small, my chest. And I have been poked, prodded, Fuck. bashed into, I've ducked. It's like a gauntlet, Ian. Mm. It's like a gauntlet. It is, and, yeah. And I would like to say to whoever invented the umbrella, you are a real piece of work. Piece of shit, Mr. Umbrella. Who invented the umbrella? Uh, it was attributed to the wife of Lou Ban. Um, Lou Ban? Hang on, to the wife of Lou Ban? Not even given her fucking name. Fucking How her. sexist was the past? <laughs> <laughs> what? Who invented <laughs> the umbrella? sexism in the past. Yeah, well, that's the first it. I've heard. Mrs. L. Ban. Yeah, I think... You should be L. Banned because <laughs> your umbrella invention, and I... I presume Mrs. Elban is listening. If her husband lets her, you have armed the public with a weapon. You've armed children with a weapon, and you you need to go to. Um, just one quick problem: if Lou Ban's wife, Miss Ban, invented it, yeah, it says it dates back as far as three thousand five hundred BC. Right. So I think she's dead. No, well, you don't know, do you? Well, 3,500 BC. Yeah. And then you got AC. Um, no, AD. AC. AC is air conditioning. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you got 3,000 years before Christ, then you got your air conditioning. Oh, you can't on. have after Christ because some of it was during. Some of it was during. It's Anno Domini. Oh, no, no, no. It's BC. It's BC. AC. 
ACDC. Yeah, during BC, Christ. WC is a toilet. You've got oh. for Christ, air conditioning, the band ACDC toilet. And when Nowadays, was she? She was BC. I think she'd be, yeah, around 4,000. Well, let's say she was 20. 4,743. I think she's a cunt, Ian. <laughs> Well, I reckon that's the oldest person anyone's had that had that said to him about. <laughs> oh, nah. Now we've worked out who invented the umbrella and they're a piece of shit. What's been going on up north, Amy? I'm going to take you to Selby. This story comes from Selby Times because they've appointed a new blank, right? And let me tell you, it's something I didn't know they had. And let me tell you this as well, it makes me think Selby's even cooler. Really? An official dog? It's an official, it's a, it, yeah, it's an official thing, but it's it's not, it's reported in Selby, but it's actually the North Yorkshire. What, like a mascot? Kind of like a mascot, I suppose, but like, just so cool. Really? I think particularly if you're maybe like a 10-year-old boy. Oh, it's hard to get into the mindset of a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> God. Um, Imagine if he was like, yeah, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the whole what podcast. <laughs> Just giggling about bums or something. <laughs> bum! Bum, bum, bum! That's literally what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is quite literally what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what, what the hell is this? County points, new... I'll give you the first word and I think you'll get it. Okay. New... Hi. I don't think I will. High no, visibility. Actually, no, as soon as I man. said hi, I was like, why would he get that? I think oh. that probably makes it harder. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything that could come after that word. <laughs> I was like, we all know this. We're all going around saying hi, whatever. Shall I tell you? Yeah. So you've got a picture Selby and then mm-hmm. picture their new high sheriff. <laughs> They've yeah. got a bloody sheriff I here. Got that, yeah. A bloody sheriff in North Yorkshire. We've got a sheriff. I guess Nottingham had one, didn't they? Oh, yeah, back in 250 BC, ACDC, yeah, yeah. WC. Well, I'm walking around, Ian, mm. giddy as you like, not knowing I'm living in a world where I could report to a sheriff. Yeah. And they do duties. Really? Oh, yes. Let me tell you. Isn't, isn't it just a fancy police officer? No, it's not. It's not. It's like more like a mayor. Uh-huh. So I know Hulls always, always has a mayor. But then this is the High Sheriff, and it says, the Office of High Sheriff is an independent, non-political royal royal appointment. This is a royal wow. sheriff. Imagine going into a restaurant and be like, have you got a table? No. Do you know who I am? No. Yeah. I'm the royal fucking High revolver Sheriff. Revolver out. Revolver out of his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> got a fucking table now. The royal High Sheriff. Mm. They've got to be the most powerful person in Britain. Yeah. High sheriffs lend support and encouragement to crime prevention agencies. Uh, I was going to say, support and encouragement has made it sound less cool now. Because you think the sheriff, gunslinger, supporting and encouraging people. <laughs> <laughs> like, drawing his Go for your enthusiasm. Go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job. Anyone need a hand? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> that was a bullet of self-worth. Um, but we don't know how they're supporting and encouraging. Yeah. It could be badasses. Yeah, it they could, could be It could be supporting and encouraging, wink, wink. Mm. But you know, like how gangsters are like, I'm just going to encourage you to pay that money to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe your kneecaps. Mm. Maybe I'll support your kneecaps being broken yeah, yeah. into a million pieces. When they're like, 
put your hand on that on the table. Yeah. Like, nah, nah. And I just put it. Nah, I'll pay the money. Yeah, put your hand on that table. Nah, nah. Why? Why not? You've got a big hammer in your hand, haven't you? Yeah, no, it's just coincidence. You've got a hammer in my hand. Put I your just, hand on the table. No, I just want to encourage you. I'm just encouraging you. Am to I put not allowed to have a hammer? You owe me money. You tell me I can't even have my own hammer now. Well, I can't afford it because you haven't paid me, is it? And he's like, this is terrifying. That sort of encouragement. I've been in this situation I before. Like People don't pay. You got to smash your hands up. I'm sorry. <laughs> the podcast game's brutal. Oh, I'd like to move on. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm frightened. Ian's got a hammer. Well, there we go. That's basically. There's nothing. The Hydra hasn't done anything wrong. The the story is because they're they're new and they're appointed, and it's just it made me very happy. Well, yeah, it makes me happy as well. First sheriff to be appointed by the king as well. Fuck oh, me. so cool. Fucking hell, King Charles. I, First day in the job. First day in the job. Pick a sheriff. He's <laughs> like, what? For Selby? Sel- Selby's got a fucking <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Yorkshire puddings. What is your story? <laughs> you delivered that like you'd burped it up. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, my story <laughs> is um, Dad. Sick of floods on a road near his house, grabs a rubber ring and swims in a giant puddle. What? So there's like an underpass. You got a bit of a little dip and it just keeps clogging up with water. It's just filling up. Horrible, like little tunnel-y bit. And he's sick of it flooding, so he's got himself in a big rubber ring. He's got in the puddle. That's not a puddle. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a big... That's a, I'd call that a ravine. Yeah. That's massive. But it meant to be a ravine. And he's got in a big rubber ring, shorts on, two thumbs up to the camera. He's having a whale of a time, but he's also highlighting a problem. <laughs> yeah, a fed-up dad launched an inflatable onto a giant puddle near his house in a bid to try and shame council bosses. The shame of seeing shame a man with that. two thumbs up on a rubber ring. Oh, dad's put his shorts on, and it's not particularly shorts weather. This needs to be dealt with, Derek. Why are you feeling ashamed of yourself of a man going, hey! <laughs> Looks like making the town happy. It's a real classic dad move as well, mm. I think, isn't it? Right, get rubbering out. Right, Th- this house is always setting on fire, but instead of sorting the problem out or doing anything about it, I'm going to have a barbecue in my shorts. Thumbs up to the camera. Both of them going up, actually. <laughs> he looks like a laugh. He does look like a laugh. He looks like laugh. the sort of person that you'd become friends with on day one of a holiday, mm. you'd have a great time with, but by day five, you would be like, I hope he's not in the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what he's got to say. Um, he says, it's been going on for years and it's become a bit of a running joke. Every time it rains, you can bet your last five it'll flood. It's one of the few ways to get in and out of Brinny. I don't know where this is, but it's up north. The others mean you're going out of your way. On Saturday, it was really bad and I'd been for a few days. So I decided to have a bit of fun and prove how deep it is by floating around on it. Don't know if you prove how deep something is by floating on the surface. No, I would say quite the opposite. You have yeah. to be stood slash sinking. Yeah, if you put a rubber ring and then you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you're not going, fucking hell, how deep is that? No, because you could also put a rubber ring on a big glass, in a bathtub. Yeah. Big glass of water, I was going to say, and then I was like, that's absolutely yeah. insane. Or just concrete. Just concrete. Put it on the ground. <gasps> oh, you're my still God. Going like, this is what, a is, comp- it, is the ground deep? Put a rubber Keeps ring on it. Keeps going down, doesn't it? Down, down, baby, down, down. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even know that was happening. I literally did that sort of happened against my will. Your eyes rolled in the back of your head, actually. 
Yeah, I couldn't see it. It just wipes your eyes then. Down, down, baby. It's like like we've edited the the microphone. Yeah, whenever you start a song, I just think let's let's see how many verses she's got, how many choruses. Sorry, what absolute bore. Oh, she's singing again, is she? On the podcast where I'm the co-host, I just have to sit back and listen to her wang on. I enjoy them. Absolute bollocks. I liked it, but let's be serious for a second. Please. When the water's that deep, it's going into people's car. Then you've got people who work on the industrial estate, walking to work, and they have to go in in wet shoes and socks. It's not right. <laughs> it's not it's right. It's not right. Oh, it's not. And it's been like this since forever, before the umbrella was invented. We're talking forever. <gasps> when God created the world. When trying God to keep the religious of the podcast. When God his first spit. Yeah. When God spat down, when was water created? Um, within the first six days. I would think you're probably right here. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, Amy's lost. I'm scared. <laughs> a scary podcast for me. You're and the I'm the one, one with the hammer. hammer. <laughs> yeah. It's a chaos app. Welcome. If, you, if you're still listening, you're listening to Northern News Chaos App Edition. Woo! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Fucking hell! You get you you find these peppered throughout the series. I'd say one in four is a chaos set. Yeah, and welcome to one. I didn't know it was going to yeah. be one. Pick up the nearest bit of food to you. Get out of your house. <laughs> Knock on your neighbour's door. Whack it in the face. Yes, it's say it's a chaos set yeah. tune. When they're like, the fuck are you doing? Like chaos set. <laughs> I'm having a chaos episode. And they'll be like, you listen to Northern News as well? They've probably got a baked potato in their hand ready to go as well, but they're They've too slow. They've got a hammer. Yeah. This is where it gets serious. Stop the chaos. Yeah, must, yeah, yeah. We've had a little chaos break. Now we're back. Hammer is not food. I've always said that. He's always said it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. And now it's time for our special guest, Helen Bauer, who comes from Fleet, which, as well as being famous for a service station, it's also got a big pond. Helen, (laughs) thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's actually called Fleet Pond, and it's very nice. Oh. Yeah, there's rumours that Queen Victoria skated on it once. That's yeah. huge. Just that rumours. <laughs> who's spreading those rumours in 2023? Oh, bless it. The history teacher in Fleet who's desperately trying to get something going there. <laughs> <laughs> Just whispering stuff to the other teachers. Yeah. Uh, Do you know Queen, Queen Victoria, Victoria was here once? Do you know that Queen Victoria talks to me when I sleep? <laughs> like, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's getting haunted by Queen Victoria, and all Queen Victoria's saying is, oh, you used to do some skating over there. I was actually haunted by Queen Victoria, so that's oh, not funny. Go. She here used to be go. in my... No, but she wasn't... Right, no, because you're saying, here, here we, we go. go. Like, oh, here comes old <laughs> mental Helen. I swear, when I was younger, I'd be in my room and Queen Victoria would be sitting on a chair in my room in her morning garb, you know, when, when Albert died. Wow. When you said you were haunted by Queen Victoria and you yes. saw her reaction, you sort of went, no, 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 as in <laughs> you're going to say something that would make it more believable. Then you just give slightly more detail. No, She's in a morning wear. I'm like, right, well, I believe this. <laughs> because I thought maybe you thought I was just like walking down the street drunk one night and like Queen Victoria went, what up? And like then, like, that's unbelievable. But like she genuinely was just sitting in my room. Dressed all in black. Yeah, morning. She was mourning. Clearly like the ghost was very, like after Albert died. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant morning like she's in pyjamas or something. Just there wearing jamas from Georgia Asda. Like, what's up? We're matching. This is mad. Best sleepover ever. Did you have, you didn't have a ghost though, Ian. I don't think you would have had a ghost when you were little. No, I don't think so. I had a couple of completely translucent uncles. (laughs) They could have been ghosts. I, I know, know what you mean, the lads who you can see the veins of, like <laughs> every single, like literally the veins all the way up the arm into the shoulder to the mm. point where it's like, you're just like, you should be in a science lesson. <laughs> yeah. That's just your typical ghoul man, Helen. You I've know been this. to ghoul. I know this. I have seen the state of the fucking units in ghoul. Holy shit. The units in ghoul. The absolute state of the lads in ghoul, man. Like, honestly, Ian must have been the fittest lad in the world. Like, wow. It was mental. And no disrespect to myself, but imagine that. <laughs> You're the only opaque boy in the town. They thought I was a freak. <laughs> Look at him. He blocks sunlight with his body. <laughs> he forms a shadow. Burn him. <laughs> burn him and burn his shadow. Amy, have you seen Ghoul? Have you actually been? Oh, yeah. So I was doing a gig in Leeds, and for some reason, like, everywhere was so expensive to stay, but Ghoul, super cheap. Yeah. Like, who fucking knew that you could just stay in a Premier Inn in Ghoul? They'll basically pay you to be there. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. <laughs> so me and the door support, lovely Chelsea Birkby, drove out to Ghoul and we were like, this is not a town. This cannot be an actual place. It's just a power station. And then every now and again, you'll pass a figure on an A-road going like, in the headlights, just just wincing and covering themselves. In Ghoul's defence, the Premier Inn is right <laughs> on the outskirts of, of the town. It's near, like, the, the McDonald's, the petrol station, it's, it's the services. It's literally, it, don't even try and give yourself that much stuff. It's a field, <laughs> a power station, and a Premier Inn. You haven't gone into the centre. You're on the outskirts. You're near the scrapyard there. Yeah, but Ian, babe, when you sometimes when you see the outskirts of something, you don't want to have anything to do with the centre. Yeah, that, there's been a point. some guys where I've seen the outside of them. Like, you're not going inside me. Like, it's the same thing with certain towns. <laughs> if that's what your introduction to Ghoul is, why am I going to see what's happening at that bloody Costa? Yeah, I suppose we do have a Costa though. There's um three Costas in Fleet. 
because of the service station northbound, southbound and town. Mm. Um, you can't and... class the service station as one of your town's costas. That is the outskirts. My mum lives three minutes walk from the service station. She's closer to the service station than she is the main road in Fleet, Fleet Road. Does she live in a tent? <laughs> no! <laughs> After all the shade you've just thrown on Ian for the outskirts of the town and you're like, actually, I was, I was born and raised on the outskirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually okay you know what fuck both of you the state of the north I hope your northern listeners are listening to this and just you know, fucking shame on all of you wearing fake tan to funerals grow up whoa 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 go back what is this what has happened to you just, just every funeral I've been to in the north there's always like a 70 year old with fake tan on that is just i've never seen it before in the south i've never seen someone be like get the fake tan out we've got the funeral tomorrow like <laughs> is that what if thing? in their defense they'd just been on holiday no no ian i understand what you're saying they hadn't and their hands were like the whitest white with the orange streaks oh. on the back they weren't using a mitt it was a panic tan. <laughs> is is Sunday lunch is such a big thing in Ghoul, or it was at the Premier Inn? That bloody queue <laughs> to get in there. Uh, really? Insane. Yeah. Uh, the, the Air and Calder, that's the restaurant attached to that Premier Inn? I think that is it, yeah. Um, they they run a competition in the town to name it. So there's like the residents, it was the talk of the town, residents going, I'm going to be the one who fucking names that restaurant. And everyone's pitching in with ideas. Yeah, Aaron Calder, which is just the canals, names of the canals right. nearby, that one. Well, that's what they came up with, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to call it the fuck house. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great to call Day. it <laughs> fleet services. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just call it something like um, the um, the official Harry Potter museum. <laughs> everyone's googling it, going, "All right, let's go and stay there." <laughs> Business is booming. In Fleet, we entered. Um, I love how I'm like slagging off everywhere in the north. Like I'm from a service station town, so I'm fully aware. But it is in the south, so there's a level of dignity to it. So. <laughs> In Fleet, there was a competition years ago on Radio 1 where Scott Mills, the DJ, wanted somewhere in the UK to be named after him, like a famous place. And Fleet was like, you can have our bridge! You can have our bridge! <laughs> but it's actually officially called the Scott Mills Bridge now. Oh. We did. We gave it to him. Fleet Services and the Scott Mills Bridge. Fuck. Nah. These BBC presenters, they just get everything handed to him on a plate. Well, it's better than just naming after two rivers that are next to a power station. Don't swim in that water, kids. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ian. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> do you have anywhere in the north that you uh, like? Yes. <laughs> My favourite TV show is Secret Life of the Zoo, set at Chester Zoo. Obviously, like Newcastle, because I've got family there. Manchester's fucking sick. Honestly, York is absolutely charming. I was in Leeds on Monday, absolutely loved it. It's everywhere, apart from Ghoul, <laughs> has been incredible. <laughs> honestly, that's the first place I've got and been like, yeah, fucking honestly, NHS needs to do mental health services because of the depression you'd get living here. <laughs> Have you been to Hull? No, I've never been to Hull. That's bad, isn't it? Is it oh, good? Yeah, I think you love it. There was a couple that went on Come Dine With Me, couples from Hull, and they were just like, they were so good because they made a pudding, but they sort of agreed on it together, what they'd have. That's lovely. <laughs> they, were, they, had, 
it was strawberries and rice huh? <laughs> white rice they, like obviously they were asked by the producer like can you say in pudding and they're like well I just really love strawberries I think they're the, the nicest flavour and um, well Joe likes rice <laughs> Oh, Ian, this is so sad for you. What? Like, I think I would love Hull. <laughs> Honestly, I, I might message my agent now and be like, when I'm doing Leeds again, can I drive out to the middle of nowhere and stay at the Ghoul Premier Inn, please? Yeah. I would say add Ghoul to your tour dates. Could you, I wouldn't imagine if I went to Ghoul after this. You might need bodyguards, <laughs> yeah. Might yeah. need a couple of bodyguards. I, a day. A day. I wouldn't see them coming. The bodyguards wouldn't be able to stop them. They just appear in front of me <laughs> as the sun hits them. <laughs> what I will say is the Premier Inn was lovely. Everything's Premier, but the price. I think that's important to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare try and backtrack now. I am panicking. <laughs> I am panicking. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with Helen. Yeah. Queen of the North. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I've had a lovely time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing it, Helen. Good luck you. on your Good northern luck tour. on your tour on the northern leg. Hi, <laughs> Upcock. Amy, what about what's going on in Hull? Let me tell you, what first attracted my attention to this title is the grammar. Mm. And you know me, I do not care for grammar. No, no. You try not to use it. About grammar. When I'm speaking, I'm not putting in any full stops. Well, anytime you ask a question, it never yeah. sounds like a question. I will not do it. It just sounds like a statement. Does it? Anyway, the grammar on this, um, so it's, it's obviously from the Hull Daily Mail, and it says, Hull parents receive letter and police visit after objections to children playing on front. On <laughs> front. Playing on front. Would you call what it that? What does that mean? Playing on front, like playing on the front of your house, playing on, oh, your, playing on the street. I you meant I like the front is in like the coast, maybe. Well, exactly. But mm. no, it's just on front. And I thought, that's so Hull. Yeah. Or perhaps not just specifically Hull, but so colloquial, mm. if I may use a word that I'm very proud to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a cue in it. Mm. So on front. And I thought, oh, that's, that's attracted my attention. Then I read the article and it's actually really sad because it's a... <laughs> So many of these are, aren't they? <laughs> Funny headline, then you read and it, and you're like, like, oh, oh, oh that's no. sad. Well, it's not, it's not stark sad, but basically they're saying that the residents of Parkfield Drive in Hull consider themselves lucky. Mm. Like, there we go. That's Hull lucky residents. You don't see that. Mm. Unless someone's won the postcode lottery, you don't see them words yeah, together yeah. very often. But it says, a quiet cul-de-sac of Springbank West. Now, anybody from Hull listening to that will find that very funny because Springbank West, mm. I have to say, is one of the worst streets I've ever been down in any city. I've heard that it's bad. It is. And I used to have an ex that lived down there. I've had two, actually. They're, they're sort of my demographic. But it is an absolute hellhole. Really? It's a pit. Oh, there's nice people there, don't get me wrong. But in general, the vibe is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I did a gig down there, took um, Chris Cantrill, friend of the show, and my mum, he was opening, and my mum said to him, oh, Chris, it's a little bit rough where we're going, just so you know. And Chris was like, I'm from Bradford. I'm not bothered. I, I can deal with that. We get to outside the pub where we're gigging at on Springbank West. Chris is He's got his nails gripping into my arm. He's terrified. There's like men on, but there's, it's not a hot day. There's men on bikes, no tops on, cans are lagging, like on children's bikes, like chucking, like everyone's screaming. Yeah. It's like a real end of days. Like if there was an apocalypse. apocalypse has happened. 
but there was loads of tinnies. <laughs> They've is all that... got their gangs. Yeah. The currency is tinnies. The currency is tinnies. No money anymore. No, it's tinnies. How many tinnies you got? I'll buy your wife <laughs> for a tinny. <laughs> right, that's what I think the apocalypse would be that's like. That's the vibe. So that, that made me laugh. So the quiet cul-de-sac off Springbank West, and you're thinking, come on now. But it said it's been praised by the young families living there for creating the perfect safe space for little ones to play. Mm. So that's really nice. So children are playing. They're playing football, riding their bikes, whizzing around on roller skates. They're painting the picture in this article of an absolute beautiful suburban cul-de-sac. But what's happened is everyone, and genuinely it sounds like everyone was getting along and there was no problems with anything and the kids had never broken anything. They were helping residents take their shopping in. It sounds like genuinely lovely. Mm. But one day, two police officers came round. Oh, here they come, the fucking pigs. Knocking on everyone's doors, giving them a letter saying that ball games are banned in the street. You can't ban a ball game. How can you ban a ball game? It's the street. You don't own the street. You don't own front. You don't own front, you little porky pies. <laughs> you can't own front. Front's a state of mind. Yeah. Not playing on front. It's not a location. Yeah. It's an inner peace. Fucking hell, there ain't no sheriff of Hull. Get out of here. Well, well no, there is. If it's, oh, no, it's North York. Oh, or maybe there is a sheriff. We'll have to oh. take this to the sheriff. Yeah. But basically, there's been there's pictures of little kids and they're just so sweet and they're playing with mm. a bat and ball. That'll be because one resident has, like, a tennis ball's, like, Banged in the window. Not even smashed it, but banged. Or, yeah. or they can hear a ball bouncing about when they're watching Tipping Point. Yeah. And like, I'm going to call police and I'm going to embellish what's happening here to high hell. And I'm going to be so annoying to the police. It's easier for them mm. to deal with you than it is to deal with me. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to stop you playing on front because they know I will ring on the hour every hour and mm. I will not stop. And I'll go down to that police station and I'm going to rub myself in mackerel. I'm going to stink and I'm not going to leave. <laughs> I am not going to leave. Get, leaving the house, tins of mackerel. Like, <laughs> Rubbing it oh, in. Get, you see, <laughs> see what they think of this complaint? <laughs> and it's like, ah, shit, mackerel woman's coming. Right, just, yeah, just, we'll stop the kids having any fun. Yeah, and I don't want to see them smile, mm. if that's all right. Like, I totally get it if it said anywhere that anything had been broken or that, you know, I would hate it if I had, like, a relative or to think of any, like, elderly person sat in the house and there's, like, kids playing outside, banging balls Mm. and they feel unsafe. I don't want that to happen. But I genuinely, from this article, and there's so many people being like, it was just such a nice place. And, yeah, it's one neighbour. You know what I'd do? If I was, like, you know, like a whole celebrity. Yeah. I'm I'm a millionaire and I'm reading a story like that and I'm not happy. Yeah. Or even if I was one of the people on the street, got a little bit of spare cash. Yeah. I'm buying badminton rackets and shuttlecocks. <gasps> is that a ball? Oh. Is it a ball? Or is it half a ball with some feathers on the end? Do no you know ball what? games. Shove it up your dickhole. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about that is you must think a shuttlecock is so expensive. You'd have to be a millionaire. If I was a celebrity or a millionaire, I would purchase two children's badminton rackets. I'm talking for the old street, Amy. Eight badminton rackets. That's a (laughs) cul-de-sac. One day, if I was to maybe be like, I don't know, Tom Hanks. It would have to be that level in my head. Tom Hanks level of fame. Got to have an Oscar at least. If I was Tom Cruise, I'd be buying a shuttlecock per family. 
Oh, yeah. I You're probably looking could probably do about sixteen ninety nine. What for badminton racket or in total? I think badminton racket and a shuttlecock. Yeah, and it'd be basic badminton racket, not professional standard, is it? If you bought a professional level okay, yeah. and the net and everything, the street would be, they'd hate that. Yeah, so we're just talking like pound shot. Pound shot. Pound stretcher. Ian Pound shot. Yeah, I could do it now then, actually. I could just send badminton rackets and shuttlecocks and like, the fuck are these? And they say to their neighbour like, I got like a badminton racket and a shuttlecock in the post. And they was like, I got a badminton racket and a shuttlecock in the post. And they're all talking about, why have we all got badminton rackets and shuttlecocks? Then that gets in the Hull Daily Mail. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be like, strange prank played on one street in Hull. And then it'll be in the Hull Daily Mail and then we'll read it out. Yeah, And yeah. we will be the Northern News. Anyway, Circle complete. Should we? Circle complete, Ian. Should we do that? I reckon that I might make the might paper. Be a really good idea. It's worth a try it. How much? I reckon we could afford to do that as a podcast. Um... <laughs> Badminton. No, your Patreon money has been well spent. Shuttlecocks to people living in the Hull Apocalypse. Right, let's do that. We've hatched a plan. Yeah. A plan for for success. Powering down a plan. And that, yeah, now is the right time to say it. Amy's the robot. So hard to find Normans in London just had to program one. Northern Bot 3000. <laughs> hey, up. Give me tinny. Buzzed, 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 buzzed. I need to charge in. <laughs> That's my gravy, you daft sod. Please, would you tell me what's been going on in Google? It's driving me fucking loopy not knowing. <sighs> Undertaker's defends disgusting window display that has outraged shoppers. Oh, what? So, so, hang on. An undertaker has defended a disgusting window display of a, f- yeah. of, of, of a funeral home. It's outraged shoppers, but then the next line is, one resident Here we go. said that the casket in Castledon's funeral services in Ghoul lacks decorum. But in the window, they've put, like, a coffin, yeah. some flowers on top, and people, I think, are basically saying... Don't put a coffin in your window. We get it. We get what a funeral director is. You don't need to show us a coffin, put flowers and, you know, like co-op funeral care, they've, they've frosted the glass. You can't see into it. We're not allowed to look at coffins now. I, I think they're more concerned with the frosting glass of the mourning relatives going in there and crying about it all. Oh, right, yeah, So they're like, let's fair. frost that over because these, these guys are going to be... Nin, 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 and yeah, it's like a welcoming upset. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. For people that are just like window shopping or wanting to yeah. just have a little browse. Can I help you? Just have a little look. Yeah, just have a look through the window. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at those two. They're upset. <laughs> you must have been close. <laughs> just through the window. Bung, 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 bung. You must have been close. <laughs> you look so sad. <laughs> Must have been close. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, the Undertakers yeah. defended its decision to put up this controversial display, likening it to what other shops do at Halloween. Oh, that's a bad move. Yeah. I was on the I was on the side actually of the Undertaker. I think having a coffin in a window's fine. Mm. If you are a funeral. Director. Yeah, I suppose. I don't have a problem seeing a coffin. I don't think we need to. Pretend like coffins don't no, exist to children or anything. That, yeah. I don't mind a coffin, but then them saying, "Well, it's just like Halloween, isn't it?" Yeah. Put a, put a bit of fake cobwebs on, an hand coming out the top, bit of fake blood splattered around. It's just a lovely little display. 
now I don't know where I stand. Yeah. The woman's complaint, she said, woman 74, who was using another shop in the busy street when she saw the casket, described how others also complained about its appearance and she was planning to go in and make a complaint. 74 years old, planning to go in and make a complaint, bide your time. Or <laughs> fake your death, get in the coffin, and then, so they're like starting to, you know, they're putting your makeup on or whatever, and then she goes, that's not just a decorum. <laughs> ah, and then they get scared because they're zombies, they never work in the business again. So if you're listening, make sure your loved ones are dead. Yeah. If you happen to be in the unfortunate position of having to bury one. I don't know what to do, how to do it, but just a quick, excuse me, excuse me little prod, prod, yeah. prod, 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 prod. Yeah. Are you all right? <laughs> as if you wouldn't do that. <laughs> as if you'd see your loved one collapse on the floor and you'd instantly bury them before yeah. giving a provisionary, Are you all yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're just asleep. Just popping asleep. I oh, talking, God. I was having a nap in front of the TV. You know this. I was talking to you three seconds ago. Yeah. Oh, I've buried you. I didn't know. <laughs> I've gone straight to the bloody burial. Mm. You know what I'm like, just organised, I guess. Yeah, I panic. I just walked past that funeral shop, saw the coffin in the window, I had to buy it. It's a good display. It's like Halloween. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, no one's right and no one's wrong. Well, I don't think that's the thing we should live by. Okay. Because <laughs> i tell you who's wrong. Mrs L. Ban. Oh, Jesus. And the reason I thought of that is because we've come to the end of the podcast. We're about to leave back into the streets into and the be rain. assaulted. Assaulted. Yeah, no, I what, get you. What are you going to do about it? I want to find where L Band's buried, actually. Oh, yeah? See if I can hear any knocking there. If they're alive. Oi, your wife's a prick. That's good, that. we're not allowed to know her name. We don't know her name. How annoying, though, for her. Poor Mrs L Band. She invented that and everyone's going, Mr Band, <laughs> fantastic invention that your missus has done. <laughs> She stood right in front of him and like, yeah. hello. He's just covering her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, you Thank can't you. see her because she's got an umbrella over herself. Well, thanks for listening. And thanks to our special guest, Helen Bauer. She's got a special out on YouTube, if you can believe such a thing. You've got to watch it. It's called Little Miss Baby Angel Face. And it's funny. It's rich. Helen's very funny. She's Even though she slagged funny. Ghoul off. She did. But don't let that put you off subscribing mm. to our Patreon or Apple Subs where there's even more content. Yeah. So then you get two little bursts of Northern News a week. I think a week's too long to wait. It is too long to wait. We've met some of you who listen now and you are so lovely and it's so nice when you say nice things to us or tweet us or whatever. The only negative comment that I've got is that it's they can't wait a week. Okay, one a day. Let's do it. I think we just go live. We just go live mm. and do it 24 hours a day, every yeah. day. Yeah, just hook a mic up to us. Hook a mic up. Yeah, turn it off on in the toilet. No. Okay. No, we're the first fully live, fully immersed podcast. Yeah, the Truman Show Northern News. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much you. for listening. Goodbye. See you next week. Or soon if you're a Patreon. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!